1: Good evening and happy Halloween. I guess we don't have any special sound effects for Halloween. Glad to have you guys here with me. It is Thursday. It's Friday Eve, right? Do we have a Friday Eve sound effect? Thank Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, we are rolling into uh, this weekend. What a What a particularly appropriate day for the Democrats to do their little phony little masquerade, dress up and pretend in costume today in their pre- pretend to be an, uh, Americans who actually love this country and actually care about the Constitution. That's how they tried to masquerade today. Those, those are the costumes they put on, but you know, nobody recognized it because this is nothing but a blatant coup attempt, and I'm outraged. over. I'm even more outraged now over it, finding out, as many of you have begun to learn today, about who the whistleblower was. And the more details we find out about this man, the more actually angry I get at the Republican Party for how they have pushed back. I got to give a little bit of credit. I mean, the way the Republicans are pushing back and and attempting to fight back is kind of strong for them, um, but it's almost as though um, they should be dressed up in little Cinderella Disney princess costumes because it ain't exactly got the kind of fight that I'm looking for. 888-344-1170. I would love to hear from you guys tonight if if uh, you are not out trick-or-treating. Maybe you're out trick-or-treating. But if you're not, give me a call. 888-344-1170. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. I'm on Instagram there as well. And if you're watching on Facebook Live, you will see that I am dressed up tonight. As what people? As a Trump supporter? <laughs> not very clever, I know. Um, you know, you know. I could have gone as a Democrat, but I don't really know how to do brain dead zombie uh, hair and makeup and costumes. You know, so you know. Sorry, I can't do that. I'm not into zombies. Um, whether it's in TV shows or whether they are walking around the halls of Congress. Um, the man who dresses up every day as my right hand man with his orange stained fingers is here tonight, of course, and every night it's DJ carrot sticks.
2: Hey, does anyone want carrot sticks? Get him out of here.
3: I don't think too many AK listeners trick or treat.
1: Um, yeah, probably not. I mean, you know, because we're conservatives. I mean, don't you think you get a, well, they could be out with their kids. They could be out with their kids going door to door, I think. Uh, so, yeah, they could be doing that. Did you care? just I got to ask you. But I stopped and got me a coffee on the way here today. And I see this group of, of little kids all looking adorable. And they're really expensive. There was like 12 or 15. And they look like kindergartners. Like 12 or 15 of them all in very expensive costumes. And I thought, you know what? This is so wrong. This is so wrong because if you have not had to suffer through an evening with a plastic mask that you can't see through with a little rubber band around the back cutting into your head. Getting your hair all wrapped around it, pulling all your hair out at the roots. You're you're not you're not a child in America.
3: Well, I grew up with my mom making my costumes. One of the best being the Incredible Hulk, where she put the end of a mop on my head for the hair, tore <laughs> <her> jeans, <laughs> and for the muscles, it was the little floaties that she spray painted green.
1: <laughs> well, that was more than you got. I mean, we literally had no costume. It was a little plat what what do you want for your plastic mask and a pillowcase to go door to door? And you know what? I didn't care. As long as I could see. Uh, It was about getting the candy. I mean, you know, Halloween. And then since then, I'll tell you this quick little Halloween story. It's not really, we have so many parties and festivals in New Orleans that Halloween was just never as an adult was just never a big thing for me. But one year, my friend, Barnett, Lisa Barnett, we call her Barnett. Barnett wanted me to go out with her for Halloween. So I went as Vanna White because it was super simple. I put on a dress and put a little, made a little wheel, put it on my back, said spin my wheel. So she dressed up as Edie Sedgwick. Do you know who Edie Sedgwick is? No, I don't. No, right. Right. So after about two hours of nobody getting her costume, she's really angry. And so she finally, like, gets a napkin and a pen from a bartender, and she scribbles out Edie Sedgwick. The quintessential Warholian superstar tragically died of a drug overdose in 1969. Then she spent the next three hours with people even more confused than they were at the, <laughs> the sight of her costume. Um, anyway, and I think that was the last time as an adult that I dressed up in costume. To me, I do have to say that I'm not like some of these Christians who are really upset at Halloween and think that it's, it's you know, the occult and it's, you know, has any, you know, and you it's wrong to have your kids celebrate it. Just so y'all know. I'm not, you know, no judgments here from you. If you and your Christian family celebrate Halloween, Uh, into the topics of the day. So today on Halloween, um, an interesting day. Coincidence that the Democrats chose to hold this vote today, and it was it was a, a trick. Because the reason why I believe they did this vote, Rush speculated today that maybe they've got something. Why would they Why would they pull this vote now unless they m- maybe thought that they had a rabbit they could pull out of their head? No, I think that they were so busted on the process. Well, it w- the process wasn't working for them. They were trying to do this Stalin, you know, uh, Soviet style, which, by the way, doesn't really mean much uh, to people because we're, you know, we've got pro-communists in this country and we've got half the – People in America don't even know who Stalin was. But anyway, the process wasn't working for them. And it wasn't working for them in the fact that the reality was being leaked out as to what was happening behind closed doors. And they were getting some bad press for kicking Republicans out, interrupting. So the process wasn't working for them. So they thought, okay, well, we will one-up the Republicans by holding a vote that's meant to confuse the American people and actually think now that they're doing something legitimate. It's not just an attempt to legitimize an illegitimate process so far. It is meant to absolutely pull the wool over the American people's eyes into actually lying and telling the American people that this is about bringing due process uh, to the White House and the Trump administration and that it is going to bring transparency. I also think that they pulled this today because the identity of the whistleblower has now been publicized. And the reality of who this person is is kind of chilling. If this is who this person is, and I believe that it is because I don't believe – that this guy, Sperry, who was supposedly, I'd never heard of him before, but a well-respected journalist. I don't believe for a second that this person would would have written this article <clears throat> and uh, outed the identity of this whistleblower if it wasn't who this person is, Eric Chimer, uh, Charmella is his name. The man's name has been brought up. Everybody supposedly is known for six weeks who this dude is. His name has been brought up multiple times. One of the reasons why Adam Schiff interrupted when Vindman was being questioned was because one of the ways that what some of what the Republicans have been doing in these closed door testimony is dropping this man's name in their questions. And um, but when you begin to learn who he is. It was clear from the beginning that we knew. Here's what we did know. That he didn't hear the phone call. That he was fed information from people in the White House where he had previously been assigned and then removed from the White House. We knew that. We knew that he we knew that the uh, ICIG had altered the form to make it possible for for it to no longer be required that it be direct knowledge and then it be hearsay. We knew that. We knew that this person was a CIA operative. We started getting leaks out that we knew that we knew that this person had had actually worked with. Uh, then we found out that this person had worked with one of the Democrat twenty twenty candidates. Then we then Jack Posobiec starts leaking out from one America News that this person had actually traveled with Joe Biden. Now we find out today that this man. And one of the best articles that you can read about this was by Gateway Pundit, because actual copies of emails have been produced. This man was a part of the Obama administration and the DNC, working with Hillary Clinton. He was the point man for Joe Biden with Ukraine. This man was was participated in the Steele dossier. Let's 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 go through some details here. This man was hired by John Brennan. This man in 2016 had actually been, he was the point man for Joe Biden and worked with Joe Biden with Ukraine on Ukraine policy. Uh, He was also invited to a, in in the summer of 2016, he was invited by Joe Biden to a meeting, a dinner with the Italian. And you know that, um, you know that uh, Bill Barr was over in Italy with Sebastian Gorka. Doing some investigation as part of his investigation, right? Well, in the summer of 2016, Joe Biden, the point man to Ukraine, and his point man, this whistleblower, uh, Eric Charmella, was actually at a meeting with John Brennan, Clapper, Susan Rice, Joe Biden, and Loretta Lynch. Think about that for a moment. This is supposedly some low level, some low level E three, and he's at a dinner with all these bigs. Then this guy, <clears throat> this guy also, according you can go and see uh, the emails that he participated in. This guy, he was invited. Um, that was the state luncheon. He worked on Ukrainian policy issues for Biden in 2015 and 2016. He was assigned to the NSC by Brennan. He um, was moved to the front office. He was uh, identified as a leaker by the White House in 2017. What did he leak? What he ended up leaking to the media was that he was the one that leaked to the media and alleged that Putin was the one. You guys remember a story that supposedly – President Trump had fired Comey because Putin told him to fire Comey. And that the day after he fired Comey, the Russian officials were at the White House. This is the guy that put that story out to the press. So then he gets fired. He gets shifted out of the White House and for leaking false information to the media. First of all, I want to know why President Trump's chief of staff allowed this John Brennan appointee who had worked with Joe Biden as the point man for Ukraine had actually been a part of the Obama administration and working with the um, you know who Newland is whose hands are all over the Russian collusion hoax. He had worked with her. He actually had meetings with her on the same day that she met with David Kramer from the McCain Institute and had the Steele dossier careered. To the Obama administration, why did the the Trump administration chief uh, chief of staff, his White House chief of staff, allow this person to be planted in the White House? Then when this person leaked false information about President Trump to the media, uh, uh, pushing forth the notion that he fired Comey because of Putin, why was this person not fired and prosecuted? Instead, this person was sent back to the CIA, where he existed today, coordinating coordinating with Adam Schiff, this whistle, this takedown. So he goes back to the CIA where he's been fed information from spies within the White House about this phone call. Before the phone, before he actually gets the the whistleblower complaint, it's really complicated, but before he gets this whistleblower complaint completely filed and the paperwork filed, his two best friends at the NSC, remember how we've talked about Schiff's, Schiff's staffers? They they supposedly, uh, this whistleblower supposedly puts it up the chain of command. Adam Schiff hires two new staffers who fly to Ukraine before the complaint is is officially filed and released, which was not until the end of September. Adam Schiff's two staffers fly to Ukraine to meet with this guy, Bill, Bill Taylor. Well, who were those two staffers? They're this guy's best friends. This is nothing but a coordinated, and I'm only scratching the surface of this kid, because he was also involved in funneling money from the IMF to Ukraine. This kid was actually working on behalf of Ukraine. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Jesse Jane Duff about this. Uh, because what I'm, what I don't understand is, and I've just laid out a little bit about who this whistleblower supposedly is, and and you can see when you when you see who he is, he is some little, some little low level staffer that they picked that could hide behind. Nobody would suspect that this little low level dude was was a uh, feeding, and was was the, a central figure to crossfire hurricane the Obama administration and the DNC working with Ukraine to dig up dirt in order to prevent President Trump to attempt to prevent President Trump from being elected and then to take him down afterwards and he's still in place in the U.S. government this is shocking to me I don't understand why he hasn't been fired yet we're going to take a break we come back we're going to talk to Jesse Jane Duff about this on the other side of the break
5: Touch the Western Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-day Stand with Israel Tour. Join the Stand
4: with Israel Tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th. Learn more
0: today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
3: We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts bag one to eight eight nine eight eight. At four imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items with our hundred percent guarantee. It'll be right the first time on time. Every time your free e magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BAG11 to 88988. That's bag one to 88988.
6: You sure you don't want to take my car? Nah, you drove last time, pal. It's just that you've had this car a long time. 27 and- years. Now, the driver's side door doesn't open, so we're going to have to climb in the... the passenger uh, side? The window. Oh. None of the doors actually open. open. No, they yep. don't. Bill, why don't you go to Toyota Carlsbad for big savings on a used car? It's my credit. Not that good. Well, now, if the gas pedal sticks, I'm probably going to hit the brakes. No, a hedge or a shrub. Oh. that always slows me down. Eventually, you really need to get to Toyota Carlsbad. The salespeople are friendly and relaxed, but plus they can help you with financing, so you can get a, a uh, car with brakes that work. Absolutely. So I'll be able to stop whenever I want to. Uh-huh. What a concept! Yeah. A full stop, even at a stop sign, uh-huh. because my neighbors are running out of shrubs. I've flattened bet. so many pulling uh, into the driveway. It's, it's embarrassing. got to be Great. bad. Yeah. Toyota
5: Carlsbad.
0: Hurry in today to Toyota Carlsbad for big savings and a great selection of used Toyotas and other pre-owned vehicles. Save time today and shop online at toyotacarlsbad.com. Toyota Carlsbad, I-5, Cannon Road, Car Country, Carlsbad. FM 96.1, North County, AM 1170, San Diego, The Answer. You're listening to The
4: Andrea Kay Show on The Answer, San Diego.
1: Say baby, baby. That's not really the that's one of my favorite bumper songs. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Um, I wasn't really singing baby, baby, baby to Jesse Jane Duff, although she, you know, she is one of my favorite guests. Um, before the break, I was doing my best. You know, I'm feeling a little under the weather tonight. I was doing my best to kind of share with you guys everything that we're that is being reported about this alleged whistleblower, and I can't wait to hear Jesse Jane Duff. Um, give her perspective on this, because this, if this is the individual... That was uh, leaking uh, to Schiff. If this individual has done even half of what the Gateway Pundit has laid out in terms of emails, including an email cl- and classified information uh, seven years before it's set to be declassified, this is a coordinated effort like I have not even seen uh, before. And it's really shocking and chilling. Joining me now to discuss this and more is none other than Jesse Jane Duff, Gunnery Sergeant, USMC, retired. And she's also on the advisory board for Women for Trump. Hi, Jessie Jane Duff. Welcome back to the show.
2: Oh, Andrea, you're so awesome! I thought you were singing me "Baby, Baby, Baby." <laughs> I just, I was just, I was like, "Look at her!" But you know what? It's okay if it wasn't for me next time.
1: Well, right. I didn't want to make you uncomfortable in this Me Too movement, child. Oh
2: yeah, another Me Too complaint. Let yeah. me Get going on that. Yeah, you know, yeah, you got to worry about a gunnery sergeant getting offended. I think I'm usually the one offending. <laughs> I'm usually the one that's getting written up for that kind of stuff. You know, this is just—it's hysterical. I don't know how many people have. Time today, Um, but most of us have jobs. But to be able to watch those here, uh, the preliminary vote today was just disappointing to no end. And to watch the Democrats flagrantly lie that the Republicans would have an opportunity to bring forward witnesses, to challenge witnesses, when we know darn well that Adam Schiff has controlled this, he's the judge, the jury, and has even managed all the questioning of the witnesses up to this point. He has even shut down witnesses when Republicans were trying to question them. I don't understand this. I think anybody on the left, anybody who's midstream, Republicans who can even hate President Trump for whatever reason, cannot tolerate this. We are the United States of America. We have a duly elected president, and we have an election literally one year from tomorrow. I mean, our election is 367 or 368 days away, and yet you're going to try to impeach this man, because as Nancy Pelosi clearly stated, we have to impeach him because he might get Mm reelected. What kind of upside down world is it? They were 100% right when they called it Soviet-style tactics. This is like Venezuela, this is any other country where the people do not have a vote or a voice. You don't impe- I mean, it's just I'm sitting here with my jaw on the ground, but at least now they claim that they're going to have open hearings. Wow, big step, because the fact of the matter is, is there was no quid pro quo in that Ukrainian phone call. I've read the transcript. You read the transcript. What kind of spin are they stretching on this? Because here's where the collusion really lies, was with Joe Biden and his son with the Ukrainian government. They did not give them the money for arms our complaint their complaint is that we were withholding money that's not true because Mm -hmm. ukraine got money the ukraine never got money from the obama administration not once in fact when the russians took crimea from them we sent over mres and i believe blankets that was it we never withheld we have supported the ukraine we have provided arms for them okay I think I went on long enough. No, that, well, that's okay. No, you, right.
1: Absolutely right. I think that I loved uh, the comments that were made by Doug Collins today when he said, if you want to act like you're Ken Starr, because he is, I mean, Adam Schiff is act, acting like he's the special counsel and he's up there yes. I- guiding, questioning and interfering, interrupting. And he's, you know, he's acting like he's he's the uh, attorney for, you know, the whistle, the whistle any of the people in there to testify, um, like objection. And then he's running back and sitting in the judge seat. I mean, he's judge, jury, and he, he's absolutely all of it. And I love what Colin yes. said today. You, if you want to be Ken Starr, then you come before us and answer questions yourself, shift Well, you know what? There's really been nothing stopping Lindsey Graham, who's the head of the Senate Judiciary Committee, from bringing forth witnesses and from and, no. and, and from doing investigations. I've been disappointed with the Republican Party, Jesse Jane, and Duff, me both because I let I me tell you, you, this vote happened today because of the Republican Party. Because going back into January of 2017 and beyond, when all of this was beginning, we had the ridiculous mind-numbingly stupid Jeff Sessions recusing himself. We had Rod Rosenstein being allowed to, to run the Department of Justice when he was a material witness and signed his name to the phony FISA warrants. We had countless Republicans, including Lindsey Graham and others, saying, we just need to let this investigation play out. And, oh, you know, Mueller is a man of great integrity. Great integrity? Ever bothered to read what he did with the, with the Whitey Bulger situation. And this is the man who handed the uranium one samples to the Russians on behalf of Hillary Clinton when she sold off all of our uranium. I could go on, Jesse Jane Duff. They have not pushed back like they should have. What they should have all said today was... Let's talk about this whistleblower. Why? I don't even know why we even have this whistleblower statue because it's nothing but a, a situation exactly for this purpose, for somebody to be able to hide in the dark and be a part of a coup attempt. They need to out him publicly. They should have called everybody out, including Clinton and Biden and all of them for their corruption and said what this is. Is this is all an attempt to cover up the corruption of the Obama administration and the crimes of Hillary Clinton and how the DNC worked with Ukraine to try to control our elections and now our whole weaponized deep state of the United States government is attempting is attempting to control our elections in advance and post. Sorry, now I went on, Jesse Jane Duff.
2: <laughs> no, it's the thing is is that if you were trying to weave this together it becomes a nebulous onion. It's just it, it really, the, the more you try to peel back the layers, the more confusing it gets. And that's why probably the average American is sitting back going, this doesn't make sense. And just on its face, people know it smells bad. You're They're essentially trying, the president was trying to uncover the corruption of the 2016 election with Ukraine. And now the Democrats have flipped the script. And made him the person who was causing the corruption. What in the world has happened here? They're saying what is left is really right. What is black is really Mm -hmm. blue. What is white? It's literally they are trying to derail from finding out the corruption that went on under this Obama administration. This is what's so uh, shocking. They're basically throwing Joe Biden under the bus. We all know that. He's a weak candidate. Nancy Pelosi held off on doing impeachment hearings for two years. Why? Because she knew that she could not. she, She knew that it would distract from the candidates that were running for election. We knew this in D.C. We talked about it regularly. When is she going to pull the trigger? Well, I think finally after a few Democratic debates and she saw how Joe Biden was stumbling and stammering and couldn't remember things and he was erroneously quoting things that never happened or misstating things, she knew that this was the opportunity because there wasn't a chance in the world that any of those Mm -hmm. candidates could win. They're polling low. They're not raising funds. But what she has now done is she's stuck her neck out there probably to try to save some form of face within her own party, and now it has become a flagrant coup. Adam Schiff's doing these secret hearings down in the basement in a skiff. Many Americans don't even know what a skiff is. It's a classified control area where you have no methods of detecting the communication within that room. I've worked in skiffs before. It's basically like a padded room so that nobody can intercept and hear what you're saying inside that room. It's a secret classified room, normally where classified information is discussed. So he's doing these hearings in a skiff where he was not allowing others to understand or participate. Now, the Democrats lied today. They flat out said, we've had hearings that Republicans didn't even attend. Well, what they were doing was they were double- booking hearings. People right. like, uh, yes, we saw many people in the Freedom Caucus having to go to one hearing and trying to close it out with Ocasio-Cortez raising heck with them, trying to stir the pot with them and keep them there distracted, and they said, we got to go, we got another hearing we must be in, we cannot be in two places at one time. I was appalled at how they lied today, because all of us who are on the inside know that this is not true, and they're spreading these lies so much that the American people people let's say the people on the left are going to believe it well, and yeah, they are. it's like you what? yeah they don't know who's telling the truth anymore and those of us that are close enough to the fire because trust me i feel the heat on my toes i go to meetings and discuss these hearings every week and we understand now that this is premeditated. Here's what my calculation is. This has nothing to do with the Ukrainian phone call. This was premeditated on November 9th, 2018. Why was that? Because they knew they wanted to impeach him. They said it. The Washington Post said it in January after he got inaugurated. We know that they have put forward three separate bills to try to impeach this president. It is deliberate, it's premeditated, no matter what it would be they would try to do this impeachment because they have no worthy candidate. Anybody who's lived in a country like socialism or communism knows that power is never given away freely. And the United States now is seeing this. We're seeing a war of power because President Trump came to this city and put a hammer to it. He pissed off a lot of establishment Republicans. Look at Paul Ryan, who had to run out of D.C. because he himself could not stand with the president. Look at Romney. These are the establishment people that were basically in bed with the Clintons all along anyway. They would have not been suffering under a Clinton presidency because you could go along to get along. My own delegation in Cleveland tried to overthrow the vote on the floor in the convention. There were only two states that did that and D.C. was one of them. We finally got two people to decide not to have a conscience vote and turn back around and vote for the president. But these are lobbyists. These are the people that were profiting off of the government. There is nobody who has an industry in Washington, D.C. Average median income is $89,000 here while the rest of the country is 49000 yeah. That tells you. And what do we produce here? government bureaucracy well and that the, the and, and the what what really
1: concerns me is one of the things that has happened that the i guess i i don't want to say good news but the extent of the deep state is um it's really scary to me because it now involves our department of defense this Vinman who was trotted out in uniform
2: in uniform. In uniform. That he was meant— against the that- commander-in-chief. Yes, he— I was appalled with that. And people are saying, if you challenge it, you're questioning his patriotism. No, you are not supposed to testify against your commander-in-chief. He did not give him an unlawful order. There was no reason. This is a discredit upon the United States military. I am aghast. But you know what? General McMaster was another one of them. He had worked for an Obama think tank. Prior, for 11 years while in uniform, and it was supported by the Chinese and the Russians, and nobody stopped it. When he got selected to be the national security advisor, I was stunned. All generals do not mean conservatives. Do yeah. not assume that. Well, Many and we and then the we had the right, and we
1: had Admiral Mick uh, Pelosi, as I call him, writing the op-ed, literally asking for the removal of a sitting president. He he should be stripped of of his retirement. Quite frankly, I mean, you know, being retired is not an excuse to violate the chain of command because you all could be called oh, back up. Horrible. So it's so it and is- and to me, this Vinman, and when you see these military, these high-ranking people like Vinman brought out, trotted out on media in that uniform, that was meant. To intimidate us as well. The message, there was a time, Jesse Jane Duff, when Americans felt confident that the military was apolitical, and that it would be a firewall between the U.S. citizens and an overreaching, tyrannical government. And now, I don't feel that way anymore. I'm not saying that it's... I've got a lot of family in the the military. I'm not saying that it stretches far and wide, but I can't sit here now. I, I have no idea how deep it is. Just like I said for so long, stop telling me, Sean Hannity, who I love, and others, that it's only a few people at the top of the FBI because they could not have pulled off everything that they did with Crossfire Hurricane with just three or four people you look at who this whistleblower supposedly is some little low level cia dude uh no this is this runs deep far wide and deep and i don't know how just even if this doesn't happen uh with this vote or whatever at this particular instance it just goes to show let me wrap it up here it was never just about lisa struck and and uh uh, Peter Strzok and Lisa Page, or just these few people here. What When I read through this Gateway Pundit article today with all these emails and saw exactly how far reaching and how many people were involved from this dude and these people here in Ukraine, and this dude was even involved in getting loan guarantees for the IMF. And I mean, The extent of the deep state and the corruption and everybody involved in covering up the crimes of Hillary Clinton, working with the DNC to interfere with the election to dig up dirt on president trump and then since then to try to unseat him there is so many people involved i don't know how we route it
2: out and drain the swamp it's really um it's tragic to see what has happened in washington dc and i think a lot of people who live here become blind and don't become and are oblivious to it but when you leave this area you actually understand it better because you see how the rest of america actually reacts to it and when you're in this in the city, you're surrounded by nothing but political influence. So you're easily uh, you easily become part of the problem and not even realize And that's, that's how many of these generals do because they get to the Pentagon and in order to get a promotion, you have to get a promotion from the president of the United States. well, what generals are in place right now from the last eight years? What generals allowed women Obama to go purged a town? lot. Yes. Exactly. What what generals allowed women to go fight in ground combat and didn't even fight a piece out of it? The only one was the United States Marine Corps. Our commandant stood up and said, no, we're not going to comply with this and did a $30 million study. But guess what? It got buried. Now we have women in ground combat who should not be, and I don't care what anybody says, you have 40% less muscle mass, 20% less lung capacity, and you're going to see a higher rate of injury beyond what you already see with your men. Yeah. And what woman is going to come out on the top percentile as men? They're not. They're going to always be at the bottom percentile, and you're setting them up for failure. But those are the generals that bit their tongue because they'd rather see another shiny star on their collar. And I understand that they're more of a political bent to them. But let me add one more thing. You got Joe Biden running around saying that President Trump should have never withdrawn from Syria. But when he when he had the opportunity with Iraq not to withdraw because of the ISIS threat, you know what? He went public and stated very loud and clear it's the greatest accomplishment that we withdrew from Iraq. Even John Kerry, Hillary Clinton, uh, Secretary Gates all told the president, do not withdraw from Iraq. That is the cause of ISIS. And here Joe Biden has the, right. the components to uh, suggest that the president was incompetent. It goes to show he does not have to make a presidential decision. If President Trump did the right thing, he'll try to convince us it was the wrong thing, only for his political point.
1: Jessie Jane Duff, you heard it here. The woman, she, you know, and I agree with you on women in combat. I just watched an episode of This Is Life with Lisa Ling, where she went to military combat training at Camp Pendleton with women. And uh, it, it didn't fare well for the women that were, were gonna
2: there. We're going to destroy the women. Yeah, we're gonna destroy absolutely. Them. All right. Thank you so
1: simple. much for being here, girl. I appreciate it. Baby, thank baby, you. baby. Thanks for being here, Jessie bye Jane. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. Now stay tuned. we got more coming up. Um, we had a, a nominee for uh, to sit on the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals who cried today, and I got to weigh in on that. Stay tuned for Andrea K. Show coming up.
0: Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. News reports came out last week that the transgender athlete Rachel McKinnon has, for the second year in a row, won the Women's Bicycling Championships in Manchester, England. McKinnon is a biological male competing as a female. That has left some female athletes upset. McKinnon pushed back in a statement we should listen to closely, quote, all my medical records say female, my doctor treats me as a female person, my racing license says female, but people who oppose my existence still want to think of me as male. So if we want to say that I believe you're a woman for all of society, except for this massive central part that is sport then that's not fair, end quote. McKinnon has a point. We're watching a secularizing world mired in inconsistency, and whenever that inconsistency is pointed out, it's our responsibility to see it for what it is. I'm Albert Mueller. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy. Impacting policy decisions today. Preparing public leaders for tomorrow.
6: What if you could wake up without the burden of owing over $10,000 in taxes to the IRS or state? Call the trusted name in tax resolution, Anthem Tax Services, 866-275-7820. With over 30 years of experience in tax preparation and tax law, we are ready to negotiate your tax debt and reach a settlement that makes sense for you. Anthem saved me nearly $17,000 and settled my debt with the IRS for just $100. 866-275-7820. We are the only company that is confident enough in our services to offer a 100% money back guarantee if we can't put you in a better position than where you started. All you need to do is call for a free consultation. Call 866 275 7820. You may even qualify to save up to 99% off your tax debt. Call Anthem today and we'll also take care of your tax case study for free, saving you hundreds of dollars. 866 275 7820.
0: All right, St. Paul, Minnesota, and Dan. Hello, Dan, Dennis Prager. Well, the reason I'm calling is I saw the movie last night, No Safe Spaces. I just thought it was awesome. It is awesome. Powerful, entertaining, and terrifying. Why did I make the movie No Safe Spaces with my friend Adam Carolla? Because we're living in perilous times. The protest has turned violent
4: there's no free speech for
2: fascists
0: you should be able to share ideas without being fired from your job or shouted down
2: i want your job to be taken from me
0: no safe spaces will make you want to laugh and cry but hollywood does not want you to see this movie you won't see it on netflix or amazon the only place you can watch this movie is at the theater no safe spaces every american should see this
4: no Safe Spaces is rated PG-13. For ticket information, go to nosafespaces.com.
0: In theaters Friday. FM 96.1 and AM 1170, The Answer. We're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea
4: McKay on The Answer San Diego.
2: Make my own decisions. That's my prerogative.
1: You know what? I may not be feeling good tonight. I may be having to go to Urgent Care tomorrow. But at least my DJ Carrot Sticks has me dancing in my seat.
3: Playing guide, we can, we're can we back to playing the jams.
1: That's right. Um, yeah, although you may be the one that got me sick, baby. Because you were sick a couple weeks ago. Anyway, um, thank you guys for being here tonight. I appreciate you guys every night. Hopefully I've been able to string a few sentences together that make sense. Because you know what it's like when you're like fuzzy in your brain you don't feel good. It's hard to... Makes sense. Maybe that's what was going on today with judicial nominee Lawrence Van Dyke, who broke down and sobbed uh, yesterday during Wednesday's confirmation hearings for the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, which uh, is an incredibly important court. And you all know how the left has been hijacking our court system. I don't have to tell you guys that. Basically, they've been legislating from the bench and and stopping President Trump from doing his job as the executive. Um, you know, I, I I I love that this man has a heart, but I, I I'm disturbed by his reaction. What happened was the uh, um, the ABA uh, American Bar Association has is involved in our nomination process. they they interview people and then uh, who know a nominee, and then they render a decision whether or not they think that the individual is highly qualified or not. Well, of course, anybody who's going to be up for this important of a circuit court is going to be under the sights. Of uh, the li- left leaning, let me tell everybody: if you haven't figured it out, the ABA and these l- lawyer associations are big government, and they love to legislate from the bench, and they're not conservative, and they want the courts to be used to push a liberal agenda. So the ABA uh, came back and said that, yeah, this dude who was the former solicitor general of Montana and Nevada is clear, and Harvard law grad is clearly smart. Gee, you think? But they basically called him. They issued a scathing letter saying that he wasn't qualified um because he hates gay people and um this rendered this man to tears well um that's a concern to me because somebody's sexual who they who somebody chooses to have sex with whatever some organization's feelings or opinions uh you what your job to, as a judge to do is to make sure that the law is being followed so for him to break down in tears because somebody thinks that he's quote uh, you know, isn't going to be fair to gay people who come before the courts. That's not what's supposed to be. He's not supposed to be deciding anything that's based upon somebody's feelings who comes before him in the courts. They're supposed to be uh, dispassionate. The only thing that they're supposed to be passionate about is making sure that the law is followed. And in particular, the subject that came up was about whether or not Um, And not uh, was whether or not the where gay rights were uh, when when they were at odds with religious freedom. And and he um, was asked about this regarding situations where gay rights may be at odds with religious freedoms. And he and he glowingly recalled a pro bono case that he worked on. And um, he said, one of my favorite cases was a case where I represented an LBGT advocacy group in a case involving religious liberty. In the position we were in, it was illustrating that there doesn't have to be a conflict. There is a conflict, absolutely a conflict. When you look at cases like a bakery or other businesses that were being forced to deny their religious opinions, their religious views, which are constitutionally protected, this man does not belong on, on the Ninth Circuit. If for no other reason, first of all, clearly, clearly he sees and he's indicating that religious freedoms should be should be suppressed for LBGT advocacy groups. And on top of it, any man who cries because he's being criticized by any advocacy groups doesn't deserve to be on the court. I think that, you know, it's great that he's got a heart and he, you know, believes that every, all God's creatures are created, you know, uh, in the image of God or whatever he was sniveling about. But let me tell you, you need to be, if you're going to be a judge and you're going to uphold the rule of law, then you've got to be willing to do it, despite whatever slings and arrows are going to come your way. Because your job is to enforce the constitution of the land, not um, appease certain groups. And this is the problem that I've got with Kavanaugh. I don't like the Kavanaugh. In order to appease the people that came after him, clearly in order to um, satisfy The women out there, he then puts these all-female clerks on his staff, which is discriminatory towards men. So to me, this is a guy, in order to prove to everybody that he really doesn't hate gay people, is likely to rule denying American citizens their constitutionally protected religious beliefs and their practice of their religion in this country. So I'm hoping that this man does not get confirmed. We got en- we got enough judges out there looking to looking to please people. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to have our final segment of the Andrea K Show on this Halloween, and uh, we hope you stay with us. Stay tuned. More Andrea K Show coming up.
0: Your life is an important one. Here at The Answer San Diego, we want to hear how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our programs and hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities and challenges. And every day, it's our wish that what you hear on this station positively affects you and your family. We may be your main source of much-needed information, or we may provide you a perspective about the world that's truthful and timely. Maybe it's giving you unique insights at just the right time. These interactions happen regularly, and we'd love for you to tell us about it. Here's what we want you to do. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com and type in the keyword story for all the details. Then record a video message and share your story with us. For sharing your impact story with us, you'll automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of a $1,000 gift card. So share your story today. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com and use the keyword story for all the details, contest rules, and to submit your video. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
3: Keyword story.
0: Better vision, better value. The LASIK Vision Institute. Make this the year you finally get LASIK. For a free consultation plus an extra 20% discount, text VISION11 to 350350. You'll see for free if LASIK is right for you. That's V-I-S-I-O-N 11 to 350350.
5: Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks and lower today, but still up a solid 2% in October after falling back from record levels yesterday and still up 21% for 10 months as China worries resurface. That's to be expected, and the posturing from Beijing resumes. But earnings season still shows over 80% of those reported beat expectations, and our economy slows just a little and less than expected at GDP, up 1.9%. Well, China's nears free fall, especially in Hong Kong. The GM strike in October slows mid-American manufacturing activity and will certainly impact the jobs data tomorrow, but the strike is over. Ford cuts a deal and avoids the strike, while Fiat and Chrysler want to merge with Peugeot. Apple, Facebook, Starbucks, Kraft, Bristol-Myers, they all led the earnings parade today. Exxon, Sempra, Chevron report tomorrow. But the market up 21% so far this year paints a pretty bright picture. The Swamp Wars, well, that's old news, while China and Beijing may just be the key from here and through the end of the year. Bill Holland with The Answer on Wall Street.
0: FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego, The Answer. AK, Dynamite and
4: Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego.
1: Yeah. That's one of my favorite songs. she kind of went crazy, though. What, what was the gal from that song? Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. Yeah, she kind of went bonkers. But this was a great song back in the day. Um, I am loving this uh, Cobb County lawmaker out of Georgia. Speaking of the LBGT, before the break, we were talking about this nominee who started sobbing that somebody, you know, wrote ugly, said ugly things about him. <sighs> you know, remember the crier, John Boehner? You know, child.
3: You know, I think, I think that guy needs more testosterone. Yeah, I think he Got does. No tea.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So uh, Georgia State Representative Ginny Earhart uh, for Powder Springs wants to is crafting legislation to protect children from having irreversible procedures done when they're young. She wants to make it a felony for any uh, doctor to do vasectomies, mastectomies, castration, chemical castration on children. Why do we even have to have a law for this? In this country, she goes on to correctly say, "In Georgia, we're talking about kids that are not allowed to smoke a cigarette or buy a cigarette in this state, but we're going to uh, have children be permanently have bodies permanently changed." It's outrageous to me that we've got parents in this country that are physically mutilating their children. And oh, by the way, these these puberty blockers hormone drugs are not tested for kids. We got the same parents. They don't want their kids to eat g m o or to eat um uh, you know drink sodas, but but they're going to give their kids medications that permanently alter their bodies. It's insane, something is wrong with you. It's not should should be medical doctors. Should be don't stop it there. Any parent that goes along with this, quite frankly, should be locked up because you're insane and it's child abuse. Uh, this should be, um, but but given the fact that we've got insane parents out there doing this to their children, maybe we need to we need to have the the Congress get involved and craft some legislation for this. She says we're talking about children that can't get a tattoo or smoke a cigar or cigarette in the state of Georgia, but they can be castrated and get sterilized. Um, She defeated last year a Democrat opponent who often spoke of her transgender daughter during campaign events. That is so disgusting. This is this is what it's about. It's about using children and exploiting children for power in this country. Um, Of course, the Democrat says this legislation would criminalize decisions that are made carefully within families and and that it's supporting children and recognizing their gender identity is not only humane, it saved lives and strengthened families. Uh, No, there have been many, many studies that have done that go on to show and transgenders themselves who said that the increase in suicides is real. It doesn't solve the problem. It's a psychological disorder. And I am living proof. As a child who thought that I was a boy trapped in a girl's body, that you need to leave kids like me alone. And you know what? Once puberty kicked in and once my hormones kicked in, which it happens 90-something percent of the time, then you become, you become one with yourself. Hormones kicked in and I became the girl that I was intended to be. If you care about children, if you care about humanity, if you care about children actually being the person they were meant to be, you'll leave them the hell alone. And you know what? If somebody becomes an adult and they still want to change their name from Steven to Sally, hey, go for it. Do it. But don't expect me to pay for it. And then don't come up, don't don't uh, try to force me to use certain pronouns and then w- say you want to be a protected class and get all these kinds of benefits. But as an adult, if you want to do it, go ahead. But stop. This is child abuse. We're talking about vasectomies, mastectomies. Removing body parts that aren't even diseased and putting children through this. There's no way. If you're a parent like Charlize Theron, the actress, her three-year-old says, oh, mommy, I think I'm a Whatever. You know, and and you're gonna you're gonna give your child permanent drugs that permanently alter their body. That's sick. So l- let's hope that this gets passed. Uh, the pending bill is in line with legislation. Um, that's uh, oh, they, here's where and they're trying to bust her husband. Her her husband actually um, was on the Cobb County District in the State House, and he actually uh, came up with some civil rights law that would prevent transgenders from being a protected class. So that's absolutely right um protect, uh, in fact i i'm not even sure at this point w- why we even have protected class in this country we've got enough legislation you can't you can't fire anybody these days what do we need all this protected class for for power it's part of identity politics part of identity politics so hat tip to this lady we need to see more of this around the country we need to, we need to start protecting children all right we're going to be right back here tomorrow for our friday fun day We've got Bob Walters who's going to be here with his education segment. We'll have something fun for you guys on our Friday Fun Day segment. And we hope you'll tune in 6 p.m. Pacific time. Stay safe out there for the fires if you're in the, the path of those. Love you all.